guys. Big episode of the Nordies Podcast. Gophers hockey is the hottest ticket in town. Vikings have a cousin's decision to make. Baseball changes its rules. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? so well uh lots to talk about in the world of sports i know it seems kind of like a weird period in in uh sports like an in-between period a little bit but i think that's just because we don't have the nfl yeah i mean that's a gaping hole in my life uh <laughs> but i fill it with pod so pod. we're good yeah me too um yeah so we have lots to talk about but before we dive into all that we need you guys to give us a follow on twitter and instagram at Nordy's podcast and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Thanks. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, so uh, before we dive in, what are we drinking, Jim? All right, this is a weird one. It actually smells amazing. Um, this is from Waconia Brewing uh, out of Waconia, Minnesota. And this is their Cookies and Cream Milk Stout. I'm kind of a sucker for, you know, silly beers. And I think this one's pretty good. I do, too. I like this. I get the cookie, you know, the Oreo cookie. Yeah. I'm into it. I think it's like a simple flavor for everything in the world, but it pretty much always works. It fucking works. Yeah. Even for the vegans. You know that Oreos are vegan? Yeah, yeah. Well, you would know. Your parents all about it. Yeah, they are. And uh, I think what's crazy is like Oreos are so popular that if you go to the store and you look at the cookie aisle, it's like... Almost... They don't have anything else anymore. It's like 60% Oreos. Yeah. Like, no one eats any other cookies but Oreos. <laughs> Dude, and all the other side flavors are trash. Oh, I, They're all so bad. The peanut butter ones, oh, the fucking... Any, any of the golden ones I'm not into. No, I, why would anyone have those? Okay. They're terrible. I'm glad we're on the same page um, here. I mean, the only thing I like is the Pop Rocks ones. Oh, and they put the little Pop yeah, Rocks in there? kind of into that. Those are kind of fun. I agree. All right, uh, lots to talk about today. So, we're going to start with a, our starting lineup and that is something that deserves to be topic one here. The okay. main thing we should be talking about, it's the best team in Minnesota, maybe the best team in the whole damn country, the hottest ticket in town, and that's the Gopher Hockey team. Ooh. Gopher is, Hockey. Okay, we're back. I'm Gopher excited. Hockey, they are number one in the country in every poll, and they are absolutely dismantling good teams every weekend now. The last two weekends, they they just beat the absolute breaks off of number seven, Penn State, and then number eight, Ohio State. Okay, that feels good. I mean, they are beating the hell out of everybody. Um, for instance, this weekend against Ohio State, they won 4 nothing on Friday night. And that's still a good team. Yeah. And then on Saturday, in the first period, two of their players, uh, Snuggerud and Nyes, two of their star players, both took five-minute penalties on the same play. So both of them were in the box for five minutes. Oh, my God. During this time, we gave up two the goals. What the fuck did they do? Just kind of like head, like hits to the head. All right. During this time, we gave up two goals. So we were down 2 nothing early in the second. Then if you blinked, you would have missed two goals that tied the game. And then we scored an absolute highlight reel goal with a behind-the-back, between-the-legs pass. That was just ridiculous. Then we added two more for good measure and won the game 5-2. This team is on a different planet than everybody else who's playing college hockey right now. Um, I know we talk about them every once in a while, but Logan Cooley, I think, is the most talented player I've ever seen in college hockey. All right. He, If they redrafted last year's draft in the NHL, he would be the number one overall pick. He's a phenom. Where was he drafted? Top he was, 10 or something? He was drafted third. Oh, okay. So he was the number three pick in the draft, but still, he should have been probably number one. Um, Jimmy Snuggerud, I think he was drafted 23rd in the draft last year. Uh, he's a line mate with him. And then uh, Matthew Nyes is a sophomore who was drafted in the second round by the Maple Leafs. He'll probably be playing for them by the end of this year. They have the best, at least two of the three best defensemen in the entire country in uh, uh, Jackson Lacombe and Brock Faber who's okay. a future wild player. He'll yep. be on the wild soon. They have Close, who's one of the best goalies in the country. And then they have a bunch of like experienced seniors who will all be playing in the NHL and the AHL sooner than later. And the craziest thing about this is people think that the team is going to be better 
the next two years. That's crazy. So we are officially like Georgia football at this point. We should be. We're the state of hockey. Let's go. We are the state of hockey. And it's like, this is the team that we deserved to have for a really long time that for whatever reason we haven't been getting. So did they switch coaches recently too? Bob Motzko has been there for five years now. And this is kind of like, and he's had some lean years in there early. Yeah. I think he was fixing a lot of the problems, but it's like now his plan is firmly in place. And I think the biggest difference is, is that for a long time, um, we had under multiple coaches, we had a rule that we were only going to get Minnesota kids. And that led to some fun championships and some really fun teams. But now we are getting the best kids from everywhere in the country. Good. And so it should be. You are getting um, Nice, who's from Phoenix. You're getting Cooley, who's from um, uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And you're getting Snuggerud, Faber, and Lacombe, who are all from Minnesota. Yeah. So you're getting the best kids from Minnesota, but you're getting the best kids from everywhere in the country. Uh, next year, they add Oliver Moore, who is a New Brighton kid, who's going to be like a top 10 to 15 pick in the draft. Um, he's coming. All right. They add a kid uh, from Chaska, a defenseman, who was the 25th in the pick, pick in the first round last year. And then the year after that, there's a kid named Iserman, who's the who people think is going to be the number one pick in the 2024 Jeez. draft. And they've all already commit to the Gophers. Well, why wouldn't they want to? At this point, this is hockey U. It's the hottest ticket in town. Do they have to play at shitty-ass Mariucci, though, still? That's where they're still at, right? Yeah, they're still at Mariucci. Um, I mean, I think if you went to other colleges, you'd be like, oh, they play in, like, <laughs> shitty barns. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, like, for college hockey, it's probably a pretty great place to play. Um, but yeah, this team is unreal. They're going into the Big Ten tournament. They play, uh, I believe, Wisconsin in the first round. All right, you got to text me before the games, okay? Yeah. All right, because I want to watch this, but I'm always like, I find out after the fact, like, oh, we crushed somebody. That was great, but I didn't get to see it. And it's crazy because, like, I remember being younger. I remember, like, in the early 2000s, like, that whole kind of like late 90s, early 2000s period where the Gopher hockey team was the hardest ticket to get in town. Yeah, like the, the I remember venue. just like learning what the Frozen Four was. Yeah, and being like, "All right," because we're always in it. Yeah, we we're always in it. Hard, like if you wanted like season tickets at Mariucci, you had to go on like a waiting list, or you had to be like a big corporation. Like you just weren't going to get tickets. And then for the past, I don't know, ten years or so, that wasn't the case, and there was a lot of empty seats, and there wasn't great teams, and they just completely fell off. And now they are back to being the juggernaut that they should be, which is the biggest, the best, the proudest program in all of college hockey. And I love it. Yeah, you are the biggest fan I know. I think it's so fun. And the fact that they're like bringing in top NHL talent every single year, along with all of the best Minnesota kids. It must be like what being like a Kentucky basketball fan feels like. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, this dude's fucking going to be like a phenom. We (laughs) get him for a year, but it's going to be dope. Yeah. And don't worry because the next guy's up. Yeah, I think like a big piece. So like a lot of people think that um, Snuggerud and maybe even Cooley both might stay for one more year. Okay just because they still have a lot of developing to do. I mean, I could imagine a case where either of their NHL teams say, nah, come come up now, and they mm-hmm. will. But I do think that there's a chance that those guys could stay for one more year, and I think like this is like setting up to be a dynasty if Motsko is going to stick around. So Okay. And I don't know why he wouldn't. So I think this is really exciting. I know people are like, damn, you're talking about college hockey. Nobody to start cares. off the pod. To start off the pod. But – I'm sorry, Minnesota. We don't do a lot well in sports. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are let down by all of our teams. We have never won a Stanley Cup. We have never won an NBA championship. We've never won a Super Bowl. We haven't won a national championship in basketball or football. Uh, at least, you know, when it comes to men's sports, we've been a complete and total dumpster fire. Right. And the best thing that we've ever done is win the World Series. And the last time we did that was in 1991. So, I'm sorry, but we can't. Beggars can't be choosers. We got a team that rocks and is really fun. They are putting out highlight reel performances most nights that they play. And I just think, like, we got to just, we got to all jump on this bandwagon. I'm ready. I'm ready. You've reached out, like, the the bandwagon ain't slowing down, but I'm, like, running alongside, like, a train car, and you're pulling me in. 
And the you other feel thing, it? yeah, yeah. And I think like the the other thing that's crazy is like gopher basketball is dead. Yeah, they're wow. dead. It's done. It's over. I, I just don't even try to tune in anymore because they're, it's just an embarrassment. They're completely unwatchable. They have no recruits. They have no players. They have no healthy players. Um, they lose to everybody, and they lost their number one recruit. Yeah. So they had a big seven footer from California that was supposed to come in. He committed to the Gophers. Now he decommit and he's going to go to Louisville. Okay. Boo. Yeah. This is like worst case scenario. They are ranked um, outside of the top 200. Wow. And they're like 30 spots below St. Thomas, who's a brand new Division One team. <sighs> so what do you do? What do you do? Uh, start over. Just, I mean, the coach, Ben, whatever. Yeah, Ben does, Johnson. I, I mean, he hasn't had anything to work with, so we don't even know if he's a good coach, but he's still probably going to get replaced. I don't think you can stay with him. Like, at this point, I think they're that level bad. Yeah. This is the era of grad transfers, right, and, mm-hmm. and transfer portal. So, to me, what I would do if I were running the Gophers is I think I would try to go get a big name. Like a, a a known name, or a coach from a outside of a power conference school, and I try to double their salary, mm-hmm. and say, bring in a bunch of transfers, yeah, and just we're gonna like burn this thing to the studs, and you guys are gonna just start over by getting a bunch of transfers to come in, and we need like a like a Deion Sanders Colorado situation, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely, and maybe Finch will be out without a job, so we should just maybe hit up Finch if he gets fired we're gonna need a little break from finch so but i'm just saying like you just have to go find some kind of big name coach yeah some celebrity coach someone who can just like get transfers in in the door because Mm. at this point they need to just start over and the kids who are here why would they stay no i yeah they got the transfer portal the transfer portal is here to keep you from having working the other way for us it's working the other way I heard they have the least NIL money of any of the Power Five conferences, too. So, like, the kids don't make money. All the other kids at other schools all make money. Right. It's a joke. Mm, that's rough. I don't know when they're going to turn that around. No. Hey, at least we have the hockey. At least we have Gopher hockey. Sky Yuma. So, there you go. Uh, Logan Paul. Okay. Oh, we have to cover it. We have to. What happened? Uh, apparently, he lost. Lost a boxing match that he set up, right? So, yeah. like, if it's rigged. Maybe he was just going with the script one time so that he could show <laughs> that next time he beat somebody. I don't know, but it was a split decision. Tommy Fury won. I think this um, was really damaging to him. Was it? I think so. Why? Don't um, you think that the next one will be a big deal? No. Not as big a deal? No. Really? Because people, you really think people were tuning in to watch the rise mm-hmm. of a big, t- big name boxer? I think they thought they were. I don't think okay. that was real. Like, right. I, I think, well, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, we I knew think, that wasn't real. I think real. that I think a lot of people were like, dude, he's actually really good. Yeah, but and I mean, I, is Tommy Fury good? Is no. this like, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I mean, I think these guys both are bad. And yeah. I think like, oh, no, this is going to, this is really going to get in the way of his big, huge money matchup against KSI. <laughs> right. Which I don't even know who KSI is. KSI, but. the YouTuber? Yeah. He's a fucking YouTuber. So I think we just said everything we need to say. YouTube versus He's going YouTube. back to rematch KSI? That was the plan. Oh. That they were going to like the winner, or like he was going to win, and then he was going to have this huge money match against KSI. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't uh, know. But here's the thing. We're still covering him. I'm, I have to say, though, I don't know anything. I don't know what type of YouTube KSI does. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners feel the same way. Yeah. But I will say I did see a video of him, okay, that made me into a fan. Oh, yeah? He was on like a morning show or something, like some kind of like news English show. English shit, right? Yeah. I He's think. English, right? Yeah. So he was on like some kind of like morning show, and there's like thousands of fans outside. like KSI fans. KSI fans. Okay. And it was like him and Jake Paul, I believe. And they were like promoting their prime drink, right? Okay. And he goes, hold on a second. And then he takes... Uh, like a megaphone and he's like what do we think of tottenham and the entire crowd instantly was like shit what do we think of shit tottenham 
thank you. That's all right. And then they all chanted, we hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. Really? The whole entire, like, thousands of people. Wow. And then I was like, damn, this dude's an Arsenal fan. (laughs) Wait, is that that for sure an Arsenal? Is that an Arsenal chant? Yeah. Or is it just an anti-Tottenham chant? I think a lot of people do it now, but it's he's definitely an Arsenal guy. He is, yeah. I did actually know that. And Prime is, like, the Arsenal drink now. Is it? Yeah. That's embarrassing. Never even had Prime, but I should because they support Arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Logan Paul goes down. This means nothing to me. I no. mean, I actually thought about watching this. Like, pay-per-viewing it? Uh, it, was on, it was on ESPN+, Plus, which I have. And you still didn't? And I still didn't. Probably good choice. I, I, I think that is like... I mean, you kind of watch it for all the celebrities in the crowd and the spectacle and all that, too. Yeah. I might have turned it on if I had known that. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if this I, is do we care, I think it's... I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, how about this? The Wild are buying up all the draft picks, but that seems like all they're doing right now at the deadline. Mm-hmm. They're kind of in like deadline purgatory where I'm not really sure if they should go for it or they... I, I mean, I personally think they shouldn't. I think that they should because they have Kaprizov and he's phenomenal but and they, you might as well push. But they know that they have you know 15 to 20 million in cap space coming in two years two years and so what i've heard is no matter what they do they don't want to get rid of anything that is going to be there in two years okay so they don't want to get rid of any draft picks they don't want to get rid of Mm. young players who they think so i think like they're willing to move veteran players right now but they're not willing to move picks or prospects because they know that in two years we could have a real push they know that right now they're playing with minus four good players you know like 15 million would would buy a lot of good nhl players brutal and so i've heard that they do not want to do anything to mess up you know three to five years window that is a definitely a different uh you know motto or plan for them yeah. Because they always mortgage the future always. for like a rental that sucks. <laughs> for always like for like an average that rental. Like doesn't help. Well, they, well, actually they do help us lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah. So they do help with our actual plan. Every year they would trade for like a guy <laughs> from the Buffalo Sabres and they would trade a first round pick for like Matt Molson, who would be like a third line center every year. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was absurd. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I would rather see them be sellers. Okay. I would rather yeah. them say, hey, we, we are self-aware of what we are. And that is an average team that is cap strapped. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they're making these moves. So I know when I say cap strapped, people are like, what are you talking about? They have $10 million in cap space. But that is very temporary that they have that cap space. And they're trying to buy these picks now in the fourth and fifth round that they think will hopefully be able to help them build for this super for this team. two year. Yeah. So two years from now until about five years from now, I think they believe that is the window. Oh, please. And they're, I can wait two years if, oh, if we feel yeah. like it's a real push. Yeah. I think they're like Kaprizov and company will keep us competitive in the meantime. We're a good organization. We have good young players. They're going to sell out every game anyway. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll be competitive but we're going to go all in in two years. And I think that's going to be exciting. That's fine. I'm, I'm here for that. It'll, so. Hey, it'll be here before we know it. I would like them to move. Um, I actually think if I were running the team, I would want to move a few of these assets that are like veterans to bring in some younger assets that maybe don't help us as much right now. Mm-hmm. And just say, guys. Just really go. Minnesota, Minnesota, wait, everyone. Yeah. And I think we ain't the Gophers, dude. Let's yeah. just chill. They'd be like, hey, just watch the Gophers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the Gophers for a couple of years. Yeah. They're going to actually be better next year is what people are saying. Yeah. So I'm telling that. you. The fact that... So, so oh, just to go back to the Gophers is a great stat for you. Oh, please so this, do. This Iserman kid, I can't think of his first name, but um, he's the top player in the country from 2024. I'm sorry, the top player in the world. Okay. For, for 2024 NHL draft. As of right now, people think he'll be the number one pick. So he played for two years or three years at Shattuck St. Mary's. Shattuck St. Shattuck. Shattuck, Shattuck. I don't know. We'll call it Shattuck. I think it's what it's called. But Shattuck, it's a prep school. Sounds like some Irish shit, dude. In Minnesota, right? Okay. And it's like, I don't know where it is, but it's where like a lot of NHL players 
have all went, you know, so like Sidney Crosby went there and so they come in from Parisi all over the place. To play and, yeah, it's like a prep school and they can't even play in the high school league. They play like other prep schools. That's probably for the best. And so this kid played there and he has the most goals in a season, the third most ever. And the only two players who ever had more were Jonathan Taves and Sidney Crosby. Okay. And he's coming to the goal. Elite company. <laughs> Sounds like he's putting up like Aunt Edward's stats. Yeah. Like just absolutely like a th- throttling the competition so love that yeah pumped about that and we can wait we have patience when it comes to the minnesota wild okay all right so a team that doesn't seem to have patience right now the vikings Mm, they're going crazy they are saying that they do not want to do another short extension with cousins yeah yeah so they're like it's it's either a long term or cut is that the deal? I mean, uh, long term, or they want him to play out his contract. Yeah, right? which with is one, one year left. Okay, so I think that they are saying here, Kirk, this is our number. This is what we're comfortable. We mm. think this is what you deserve. It's a down, and it's less money. Yep, and you can take that or leave it, but that's what we're going to offer you. Okay, and I think Kirk's going to say no. Yeah, because he can get paid somewhere else. Yeah, and I just, I'm just curious if that opens the door for him to leave sooner than later, like before next season yeah oh like i don't know why i don't really know why i I would want him to play out one more year unless we're planning on drafting a quarterback this year right that it could play under him or something so like maybe that means we're throwing the chips in on that that'd be sick i don't know man it's the vikings they're the most exciting team in sports (laughs) like i know i know someone's gonna misinterpret that and be like the vikings are always disappointing but it doesn't mean that they're not exciting right they keep they, us thinking. They keep us working. They always do, and they're always going for it, and they're always trying really hard, and they're always making trades. Sometimes they make stupid trades. Sometimes they make great trades. But they always are exciting. They're always active. They're always trying to be better. And I just have to appreciate that. Dude, I love it. They make news all year. There is There was no more exciting team to watch in football last year than the Vikings. Everybody you, agreed. It wasn't just us. <laughs> you turned it on on any given Sunday, and it was going to be the most hectic game ever that somehow the Vikings would pull out. They'd come back from the death like The Undertaker, and you just couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> uh, we loved it. I know, like, national media fucking loved it. So I I, I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't think that that Kirk is the most exciting guy. Maybe he doesn't fit the mold. I, yeah. And I just think it's interesting that they are trying to draw a line in the sand here with him. And so I think they think, all right, Kirk, if you're going to stay here, let's make this make sense for both parties. And I think they could push that money around and create different flexibility for themselves and then re-sign Jefferson to the big contract. And I think they could get creative if Kirk is willing to sign a kind of team-friendly deal for the next mm-hmm. few years yeah i don't know if i if i want that i mean i guess obviously if he's if, you're, if he's going to be cheaper and he's going to be an above average quarterback or right about average at a below average price maybe you do it yeah but what's that saying where like like the thing that you know is better than the thing you don't know the devil you know maybe that's what that sounds- <laughs> something in yeah. the hand is better than in the bush or that's- something that's a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Yeah. Do you know So that wouldn't apply here. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess it, it sort of would if you know, there's two QBs in the draft that you're looking at, but yeah. you have one in your hand. You already have one. That's pretty good. It's just like I'm kind <laughs> of worried that like my only fear with Cousins is that we move on from him and then we are like... We just stink. We're like 40% of NFL teams who have like no quarterback for like six years straight. Yeah, but like do you want him for six years? Kirk I don't think so (laughs) right I don't think I do no but but like I just know it feels like a grass is greener situation to me that's there you go that's really what I want to say the grass is (laughs) greener he went through three or four of them (laughs) the devil of the grass that is over there is the one you want in the bush in the bush um yeah dude I don't know that's tough isn't it Uh damn it it just makes me feel like the grass is greener that we're gonna we're gonna know what is nice though about being a Vikings fan I do feel like They'll probably do the right thing, and like if they make a move, I won't get pissed about it because I have some faith in the organization. There was just like a period of time that like Vikings football really sucked. It was like Christian Ponder, Joe Webb, T Jack was in T-Jack, there, T Jack, Donovan McNabb, 
I don't know, I'm sure there's more. There yeah. was like a whole stretch of just like bad times. And I'm I just, mean, Teddy I, was in there yeah, and Teddy. didn't do much for us. Just all, uh, yeah. Even Keenum. And then everyone was like, we should bring Keenum back. And, and look like, where he's now. He's terrible. He's like yeah. a bad backup. So, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I'm. it makes me happy that I don't have to make that decision. Here's, here's what I want. Let's improve the defense. And if we still can't get it done with like at least an average defense, then you look at Kirk and be like, all right, man, you're just not, you know, a playmaker. You're not explosive enough. You don't extend plays. All the things we rip on him for, uh, then we can go at look at that. But you can't really expect them to make these deep runs with the defense like we have. So Okay, so here's, here's I'm going to give you five things. And I put them in order of what I want to do. Okay. Okay. Um, so coming in last place, the thing I want to do the least is get rid of Kirk and then bring in another kind of like veteran from a different team. Just to kind of save money and because yeah, we don't feel like extending money, him. save money like Jimmy Garoppolo or something. Yeah. That's my last step down. Yeah, it's my last choice. You save some money, but it just it, you know where you're headed. You're yep. not heading anywhere. Okay. Um, that's my last choice of five. Okay. Uh, my next uh, fourth choice is extending Kirk to a multi-year deal. Okay, like a four-year deal or something. Yeah. Um, my third choice is uh, bringing Kirk back for a year, and no, 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 no. Okay, no. switch him. I'm gonna switch him. Okay. Uh. My third choice is bringing Kirk back for a year, I think, just period. Okay. And then my second choice is the most irresponsible one. (laughs) It's trading Kirk and picks to give Lamar Jackson the biggest contract in NFL history. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I heard he wants, like, what Deshaun Watson got. But more. Minus the, the, you know, ding he got for the rape stuff. So, yeah. 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 Uh, That doesn't sound good to me. So... That was I mean, my second choice. I mean, can it, you imagine it, our team though? Can, but can he really like? Can is he gonna? Numbers are gonna go down to um, our wide receivers though, right? I don't know. He, <laughs> he won an MVP. Yeah, because he can run around and then he gets hurt. I don't know. That's so scary. Dude. It's scary, isn't it? That's it's ex- like it's hey, exciting. That, <laughs> that, like, it feels if we're like ranking them for exciting, that's up there. I guess my number one choice would be to move Kirk for a first round pick. Okay, and then trade that pick and our pick and another pick maybe to get way up in the draft okay and then take a your franchise quarterback and then start him right away yeah okay that'd be my number one choice yeah that'd be that would also be very exciting <laughs> can you imagine draft day if you knew something like that was gonna happen you don't know which uh, qb you're gonna get i don't I, we I, haven't been in an exciting draft like that in a while no the last time we were in that it was fucking christian ponder oh and we were like people were like oh my god are they gonna get jake locker or blake bortles or brandon whedon oh or <laughs> there's another bad one too yeah or christian ponder and they all were bad. <laughs> <laughs> when Blake Bortles is the best out of the like group. All of them were like a complete shit show oh. at quarterback. So, yeah, I don't know. I I have this like weird fear, but I'm also like in the Vikings I trust. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know our fandom is deeper than any season. So I guess as long as they stay fun, like we'll keep on, you know, supporting and loving the team. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because. We want to have a better year than last year, don't you always? But, but God, we won a lot of games last year. I just want to have a better postseason. If we have a better postseason, I don't care how the season goes. Yeah, I also think, though, that like the one thing that's exciting about having great players on your team is that I'm so invested in like Jefferson's personal success. Yeah. That like if you told me that the the team was having a bad year next year, but Jefferson was just going crazy, I'd be like, I could handle that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you said it like the records or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, Keep the records coming, and it will like keep me. Going. We won, you know, eight games or nine games, but yeah. boy, was it fun to watch him! And but, maybe we just blood points again. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah he put up or, numbers. Like I said, you know, Lamar Jackson. I just have this weird feeling that the Vikings are going to go for that. God, that'd be fun. And it's so scary, but like if he ended up in the right situation, you could also imagine him just being an app, like the superstar everyone knows he should be. So L Jack. <laughs> I kind of want Jack. it. I kind of want go. it. Let's go. No, that'd be awesome. I like your. I mean, you know, I I don't have any any. Uh, I don't have any notes on your five. Yeah, I like it. Um, I want to go the exciting route, so I like the one and two. One and two. Yeah, either go get a big quarterback or go draft 
a big quarterback is kind of what I'd want to do. <laughs> yeah, let's do like, it. Go get a big established guy or go draft one. So I don't know. I'm excited to see uh, what they end up doing. It most likely will be like bring Kirk back and like it'll be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It'll be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, how about this? Baseball. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. It's back, but it has new rules. I've heard some of the controversy around yeah. the the pitch count. Yeah, the pitch clock is I think really this is good. Pitch clock. So they got rid of the shift. Yep, they the get rid of the stupid shift. shift that was like ruining the game. Okay, where like everyone would play on one side of the field, and then guys had to try not to pull the ball, and I don't know. It was so negative towards like the offensive part of the game that I find that really disappointing. Um, so we get rid of that. Also, they get rid. They add a pitch and like hitting clock yeah so you got to get in the box for a certain like you have a certain amount of time to get in the box and you have a certain amount of time between pitches i love it i think this is like these were like obvious changes yeah um i i for one i know people will be like oh have you ever watched playoff baseball there's so much like intensity before every pitch and i'm like yeah because there's like there's like 30 seconds between every pitch while a guy redoes his batting gloves yeah that's not what i need this should this rule should have been introduced the very first person that walked over to the field to see what they were doing (laughs) yeah because after that it's not just a bunch of people having fun in a field and taking their time now you're playing for someone you're playing for someone as soon as that first person walked up and said hey what's going on here they're like oh we should probably hurry this up a little bit we got somebody watching yeah, this is really slow. So three hundred years later, maybe they're gonna they're gonna make it work. I, I just think that baseball. I mean, I think that their stubbornness mm-hmm. is is ultimately their downfall, right? Yeah, their like reliance on tradition on their old ass fan base. Right. I know we've talked about this a billion we times, have. but like it just is their downfall. And so I think like anything they can do to um understand that like i have a much i have much less of an attention span than like my father and his father they they used to listen to it on the radio <laughs> yeah eating crackers all without day. salt all staring day. out at the grass and all they needed was the was the the fucking announcer's voice yeah i need i need two screens at all times yeah now. yes um so yeah I, the I, funny thing is like dude they you know baseball it's an old-fashioned game it doesn't have to be no it it's only be like new. that because people keep saying that it should be new they yeah. should have fun unis they should have fun stuff happening what about the, the cutoff sleeves remember the the, yes. <laughs> the tank tops yeah anything i think they should like i've said this too i would go to like a like a pants and uh like soccer jersey mm-hmm. that's the move yeah. Like something trendy and cool. That you can just like, people would buy. Them. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I know there's someone who's going to feel real self-conscious after this comment, but I think it's really a weird move to wear a baseball jersey. Someone <laughs> listening right now is probably wearing a baseball jersey or like does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has a closet full of, of them on rotation. They're so thick and hot and like. I know. They don't. No one looks good in a baseball jersey. Not even the baseball players. No one puts on a baseball jersey and then looks more fit. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Either hides your muscles or just makes you look fatter. This whichever the one you two are. things that happen. No one puts one on and then you're like, man, they look so good in that baseball jersey. <laughs> It's a terrible fit for everybody. It's a terrible material. It's they're always like gray. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Pinstripes. No one can pull off pinstripes on Earth at this point. Right. It's it's just it's not for anyone. So yeah. So they're modernizing, and then I've heard that the controversy has been like a game that obviously didn't mean anything because it's you know preseason whatever. Um, somebody like the game ended off somebody not getting to the box in time. Because they don't do extra it. innings or something, it. so it was like the last out, I like love whatever. It. Yeah, why not? So maybe they'll learn. I just don't have time to wait and wait and wait in baseball anymore. Right. And I don't want them to change the rules for the playoffs. I think baseball could be saved, but I think it's going to take some smart people to adjust the game to a place where it is something that people want to watch. I don't know young people who watch baseball. I don't. I don't even like. If someone asked me to go to a Twins game, I my first thought is. Uh, that doesn't sound like that much fun. That's my honest first thought. Really, it's like a beautiful summer day. No, see, if somebody says like I'm gonna try to make it work because I do. I don't even know their record when I go. I don't even know who they're gonna play. Who's gonna start pitching? I just like to be there because it's like the state fair for me. Okay. There's food. There's drinks. It's sunny. Uh, there's people watching. There's bars. I 
I, I like the vibe of a baseball game. Okay. And plus, there's no guilt of like getting up to go get a beer. You just don't even have to watch the game. No one cares. I think what would make me want to like go to more baseball games is if they allowed um, drinking on the streets, like right around the stadium. Okay. On game day. Yeah. So what would that do for you? You would just walk around the stadium. Yeah, I'd get or? down there a little early, you know. Mm-hmm. Be out at a bar, bars. walking around, drinking some beers. Like that'd be more fun. But like, you ever heard of a uh, brown paper bag? <laughs> <laughs> There's other people around doing that same thing. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I guess I guess it's just like they could make it. I mean, I I remember going to a Cubs game, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of bars in Wrigleyville right around there, and that is what it is. It's just like a party. Yeah. I don't even know if people make it to the game. <laughs> I uh, yeah I agree, but you know what? I think we should go this summer. Okay. And see if we have fun. Okay. Deal. Okay. All right. Uh, here's my next question for you. It's how should we feel about the wolves? Oh, depressed. Oh. Depressed. You know, and the funny thing is, it's like they're still essentially about 500, but now there's only 19 games left. What I mean, was like our the whole expectation season expectation going into the season that they would be hanging out around the four, three, five seed. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. Um, no. I, I mean, and you can look at it a bunch of different ways. You know, maybe the Rudy trade fucking sucked, or maybe Towns would have been that difference. He's been out for 42 games. So that may have been so much. But that's part of my annoying, that's yeah. what's annoying me as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they the whole thing he is was a total be back disappointment. in January. And it's mid-January. Looks like, it looks like he's not coming back. Like, I, I don't know. And then I heard recently, like, oh, he, you know, his timeline's shrinking. He's in the end phases of this. I don't think he wants to play. It doesn't feel like he does. I know. And, like, if he was, I kind of feel like he would be like, hey, you know, I can't wait to get back. I'm going to be back soon. We're working really hard. Here's a video on my Instagram. Instead, like, he sends videos to show that he's not ready. Uh, like, that's what he likes to post is I stuff don't... that's like. So, dude, I mean, massive disappointment. It's not saying that they couldn't somehow turn this around and make it an, an, a successful year, but it's every game that goes by where they win one, lose one, win two, lose two, and they stay at the six, seven, or well, not even six, like seven, eight play-in seeds. Um, it just gets less and less likely. Like, you know, they could get in the play-in tournament, win that game, and then win a series. Very unlikely. I think this team had two first-round picks, and... Uh, two players with max contracts, not and not and Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels, yeah, and a big time bench and a bunch of good young players, and they turned all of that into this season with Rudy Gobert. Mm. And I'm not saying it's just a Gobert trade, but just like every move they've made has felt bad. And I don't know. It just I'm I'm really really disappointed in the last couple games where they've just completely crumbled in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard to watch. Just yesterday, they played the Warriors on the road. They were getting this incredible performance by a bunch of random guys. Nas Reed, Nas Reed. played this he insane was the only person first playing half. Hard, yeah. And they were up all game. They finished the third quarter on fire with everybody hitting threes. They're up double digits going into the fourth. Right. And then in the fourth, they get absolutely destroyed. And then when they were taking shots and not just turning it over, they were just hucking up contested threes yep. all over the place. The that, game, their game totally fell apart. Yes. Stop it, it moving the ball. The Stop. Yeah, it does. It. Why does it devolve into just like sloppy hero ball, turnover, turnover? Ugh, brick, it's brick, it's brick. impossible to watch. And then they start getting beat on the boards. They yep. start like everything goes against them. And it's just like, this is something that you can control. And maybe yeah. this happens to you sometimes. Good teams. You know, the Lakers came back from down 28 against the Mavericks. And Mavericks are a better team. Mavericks right? are a good team. So like. I get it. Like this happens, but it is a, a it is a trend, right? At this point yep. with the wolves, and so to me, I I my, I'm questioning everything. I'm oh, questioning yeah. the new ownership team that's in, and they're kind of like trying to win now mode. I'm questioning Connolly, mm-hmm. the new GM, and the moves he's made to make us older and more Utah-y. <laughs> right. And I'm questioning Finch. Sure. And his ability to close out games that should be wins. Right. And I'm questioning pretty much the whole roster at this point. Sure. I mean... There's pieces I like. Fewer questions for Ant. And McDaniels and, and stuff. And McDaniels. And, and maybe even Nas But Reed. where's... You know, and he's young. I get it. But, like, he did not help us win 
like last night. No. I mean, he didn't do anything. And no. it's just, you see that stat line where it's like, did Ant play? Oh, he did. He played fucking 40 minutes. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. You know, he it's like a certain game. He doesn't know where to stand or how to get the ball to him yeah. or how to take over. Um, so that's a little weird, although, I, you know, that can come. And he's if he's still doing that in four years, then you're like, well, I guess he didn't really pan out. Yeah, I mean, I think he's is still one of the best young players in the league, but it's just like there's a lot of change that's going to need to come to this team, and that sucks because it feels like every time they think they're in a position to like be kind of a dark horse contender mm-hmm. is when we hit the reset button. Yeah, and that is frustrating as a fan. Like as a fan, that feels well, this time. Yeah, this time we hit the reset button on our way up though with yeah. Gobert. Yeah, with the Gobert trade and. You know, what if they had kept that that core team together? Vando's playing really well. Um, you know, you look at some of those pieces we gave up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that will be, you know, the one point you look at and you go, that was it. Yeah. Um, or it's just going to feel like a hundred different things and it's just wolves shit again. You know, just death by a million paper cuts. It is. And so, I mean, I think Finch is on the very hot seat right now we haven't done the coach hot seats in a while that could be interesting i don't think anybody's on the hot seat Uh, maybe rocco is on the hot seat with the twins yeah rocco and and maybe the gophers Uh, basketball yeah johnson yeah johnson johnson ben johnson rocco and um finch are on the hot seat yeah all three of them and i think finch is in trouble yeah because i think that this team had three max players and Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels and slow-mo and all of these guys, this roster thought that they were going to compete at the top of the West. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be in a, a pretty wide open West. Like, yeah, yes. the nuggets are on, on fire right now. Well, there's always going to be a couple teams in each conference that are, we could be a three seed if we had any consistency. I thought we were going to be battling it out in the top four seeds this year. Yep. That was my expectation. And now we're going to like have to fight for our lives in the play in tournament. And you know we're going to get, like, it's going to be, like, us versus the Lakers or something. And it it doesn't really matter because the winner winner of that tournament, the the 7 and 8, gets murdered. (laughs) So you're up on the chopping block again. I I just, I like, to me, this this season is one of the most disappointing in any sport that I've watched in the last 10 years. Okay. And that sucks. And I'm not saying that they're bad. It's just, like... They're a they were supposed to be good, though. I know, I know. And they're lo- so f- they're average in a frustrating way too. Ugh, they're yeah. they're not average in a way that's like, oh, they're building to something and they're getting better. No, they sometimes look horseshit, and sometimes they look like they can beat anybody. They, the, I think, the thing that kills me the most is how many. And games so then you do look at the coach, by the way, when there's just no consistency. When you, I think what what has me feeling so upset about this today is like. The number of games that I'm like, wow, this team is kicking ass. They're beating a good team's ass. Yep. And then the fourth quarter rolls around, and then we get absolutely dismantled and lose. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this team. Right. What the hell? This was a good performance, and we just burned it, you know, lit it on fire. And I'm sorry, our big win before the All-Star break was in Dallas, Mm -hmm. where we were way up on Dallas, and then Luca and Kyrie brought them all the way back, and then we held on at the very end. And we were like, what a good win. Yeah. But in reality, it was, thank God we didn't blow it. Thank God it there wasn't another 30 seconds yes. left in the shot clock yeah. or in the clock because <laughs> yeah. then they would have. We would have lost. Yeah, we would have lost. And so I think those games are feeling pretty overwhelming right now. When mm-hmm. I think about this season as a whole, it's just like so many missed opportunities. Yeah. Or so many win streaks followed by a loss to like a lottery team. Yeah. I mean, Towns, for whatever you say about him, you know, and I, I think it is so it was silly. And Eric, I'll call you out for this yeah. and many others. When Towns went out and people were, we had won like, you know, a couple games in a, like the, when he first went out, we don't need him. Look, we're better without him. And I'm like, dude, he is our best player still. He's better than Gobert. He's better than D'Lo and he's better than Ant because he's more consistent than Ant. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, I'm not saying I wasn't and wrong. And that has hurt. But my point, my point then was I wanted to see what we had yeah. without him. But, we also but that's also we when I thought he was coming back <laughs> yeah. a month later. Right. And now he's been out since then. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so, really So bad. then when he does come back, it's going to be this, where does he fit? And that'll yeah. take two weeks. And then the fit? season's over. This is a mess. We're sloppy because we don't know how to play with everyone now. We're on the, we're at the eight seed and we're going to get, you know, Ugh. and I'll have to go to I'll have to go and spend money to go to some fucking play in game. <laughs> Because it'll be yeah. here, probably. You'll have to. I'll have to. You'll I haven't have missed to. a, a 
home playoff game, and that's been very easy to do. I I appreciate that about you. Yeah, I mean it's it's been cheap. I've only been to like three. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've had in the last twenty years. We don't go to the playoffs. So when we do, you got to show. I up. think so. That, yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what else hurts really bad? Yeah. Is like the Kings have been this disaster franchise, <laughs> and everyone on earth gun to their head would have said who's gonna be more of a contender in the next five years the wolves or the kings right every person would have been like the wolves they have edwards they have mcdaniels they have towns they have gobert they had delo you know like they have all these guys they're ready to compete nope light the beam here are the kings they're legit they're kicking everybody's ass and here are the wolves the same old we're never we're always the surprise that we're not as not as good as we should be and you know not the other way around we haven't had a year where we were better than we thought we were going to be in like my life yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe the year we went to the western conference finals i guess but we just we never do that we never surprise in the right way we always surprise in the wrong way and i just think like i'm fed up I'm pretty fed up with it. I'm fed up. I'll still watch it all, but yeah, this has been a frustrating season. Yeah. Not feeling like you're necessarily building towards something. Okay, well, the last thing... Um, what do you got? Is something cheerful? Soccer. Oh, yeah, that's Okay, fun. we got to end with soccer. So it's a huge week in the Premier League. Right. So you have some massive games. So it's a huge week for my favorite team, the Arsenal. Absolutely. They're in first place. They're up two games, but they have a game in hand over Man City, and that's on Wednesday. They're up two points. They're up two points, but they have a game in hand. And yes. that game is happening on Wednesday, and it's Arsenal versus Everton. So got to win so that game. if they game. win that game at home, they go into the weekend up five points, even games with Man City, up okay. five points. And who does Man City play, and who does Arsenal play? Arsenal plays Bournemouth. Okay, they stink, right? They suck. Yep. Man City plays Newcastle, Ooh. who's kind of cold, but kind is of... a top five team. Yep. And then uh, I think Man United are at Liverpool. That's an L. In a huge rivalry. I think Liverpool win. Liverpool is still tough at home. Even if they've been stinky in some parts of the year, they are still one of the best home teams in the league. So I think those are some massive games. At the end of this weekend, if all goes uh, according to plan, Arsenal could be up by, you know, six, five, six, seven, eight points if they just take care of business Mm -hmm. and they get a little luck from some of these other good teams. You shouldn't have said that sentence. No, I'm You already are regretting, I think, that you even said that. I'm sick to my stomach that I even, those words came out of my mouth. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) if all all goes that way, we don't even have to say goes to plan. Yeah, you're Uh, right, you're right. If all goes well, if everything goes exactly as I wish it would go, um, probably won't because that's not how sports work. Um, But it would be nice. I mean, five would be nice, right? Like a city will probably win. Yeah, but and even so if it's will, five, so Arsenal, even think, if it's so. five with twelve games yeah. to go, that's still a pretty decent lead for a, a city team that's going to be fighting to win the Champions so League. Big game for anybody that's trying to pay attention to what's going to happen on Wednesday at two p.m. Yes, that's going to be must watch. Yes, I do love a good weekday, weekday two p.m. Wednesday. game. My yes. my day kind of winds down, you know, mm-hmm. at work. I'll just kind of make sure I have no meetings scheduled. Uh, that's a pretty good day for me. I think that there's two games that day. Ooh, like, I but think... is there like a noon or is it? just at the same time okay so your match is um arsenal versus everton at 145 okay liverpool versus wolves at two. Oh shit all right so there you go damn I, it's kind of fucked up i didn't even know my own team is playing but yeah and there then, must be making one up too and then um the other thing is again the joy that i'm taking from this chelsea season yeah um they have one win in 2023 oh my god they lose every week yeah. they never score a goal ever all this money they spent, they have those players, right? Yep. Okay. They're all. So it's not like it's like, there. well, yeah, they spent it, but like you know, they're coming in and they, they gotta wait for this to happen. They're there. No, they're playing. Playing. Yeah. And they can't score. All right. They have no goals in them. At so all. Wait, why wouldn't they just already fire the manager and put a new manager? Well, they already did that once this year. So yeah, I yeah. Think time to do it again. Like, are we gonna? How many managers are we gonna have in one year? Well, it's just like a shit show, anyway. So just do it. I think that they're, they're not worried about is, money. Is like. No one is going to want to come in right now. Maybe they'll come in in the summer. And so I think all the good managers are kind of like, why would I come into a shit show in March when you're going to be looking for a coach in June? Yeah, but maybe, well, I don't know. Like the names that they would want. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of coaches who'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll take that job. For sure. But the coaches that they're going to want are all going to say, why would I come right now? Call me in the summer. Okay. So I think they're just going to ride it out and through the shit storm and it's just going to keep being funny. (laughs) 
I mean, they're not going to get regular or relegated though. No, but they're going to miss all three European tournaments, and they're well, going to just be so is in... Liverpool. So I don't really. I mean, maybe <laughs> they make Europa. I don't know, but uh, I mean, what do you got to be top eight to make Europa? So Liverpool, you have to make um, top four, make Champions League. Yeah, five and six make not Europa. Even looking at that at this point, five and six make Europa. Yeah. Seven makes the um, European Conference. Jesus, if I. <laughs> If I'm trying to pay attention to what Liverpool's doing in the European Conference, I'm fucked. You're playing in like Belarus and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but currently Liverpool is in European Conference spot at 7th. Okay. They're 3 points out of 6th behind Fulham. That dr- that shitty horrible horrible performance draw got yes. them the point they needed to stay in 7th. Huh? Yes, yeah, so they're Good in 7th. They're in 7th place. So, um it could always be worse. It, you're right. You're right. And then uh we do have our next round of Champions League games this week. Um, Liverpool, I think, is dead. Yeah, they don't play till next week. But Fuck. yeah, they got your, stomped at home. That sucked. Your big Champions League games this week. Um, you have Chelsea down a goal at home to Dortmund, down one zip. Anything can happen there. Benfica at home against Club Bruges. It's over. They won it. The big one on Wednesday: Bayern Munich versus PSG. That'll be fun. And Wait, Wednesday, same time? Yeah, two as well. Jesus. We can't, and then I can't, also, I don't have three TVs in the same and room. And then here, also bro. Wednesday at two, Tottenham versus Milan, and Tottenham's down a goal and they're at home. So go Milan. Wednesday is a great day for soccer. Yeah, apparently. It's, Jeez, it's a big one. So, all right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. Uh, we'll actually be back with our screencast. We have tons of news, a lot of amazing things to talk about. Um, so tune into that. I think you guys will uh, will love some of the shows and some of the the movie news that we have for you guys this week. Uh, But otherwise, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. 